going to Florida, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom shakalaka lak, boom shakalaka lak, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom shakalaka lak, boom shakalaka lak. And welcome to this extra special edition of Morlando. Joining me as ever is Hello, Simon. Everybody. I'm trying to be cheerful. And Phil. I'm not even going to call you bald, Phil. No, I've got hair. You just. I've still. got hair. Yes, I can verify that he has got her. <laughs> I've grown it back. Puberty has come <laughs> at, at last. Oh. Hello, everyone. Oh, right. Um... Let's try and be uh, as cheerful as we can. So, Simon, uh, I'm currently got, I can't even pronounce it, but it's the French version of uh, 1664 called 1897. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> oh, okay. the oldest version of 1664. But, no, it's a really weird name, but it's called... So, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's a weak version of what runs away. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's 5%. No, it's 5%. And I've got a can of Carly to go after it as well. It's... <laughs> It's the largest. Well, it was one ninety nine. Um, <laughs> boom! That'll do me. Nicky Nacky knew. Um, what are you drinking? I'm still Phil? on my Spanish favourites. I'm still on the San Miguel. Oh, I'm on Yorkshire That's tea. Nice. I, like, I don't like Yorkshire tea though. Wine's Julia because I prefer I Lancashire tea. Well. Well, Lancashire tea used to be really nice. We used to drink Lancashire tea, and then it went under. And then it come back in cheap cardboard boxes. It looks like <laughs> oh, no. copied, and it tasted like... <laughs> well, I, I, still wind, I still wind you so, up with it, though, saying that Yorkshire tea tastes shit. And welcome <laughs> to the tea podcast. <laughs> All about tea. You can buy alcoholic tea now. Tea with alcohol really? in. Ooh. Yeah, it was on Facebook. It came up on my Facebook feed the other <laughs> That's day. That's a bit random. Alcohol tea. You must know you very well. Yeah. Good for work. It's like a... It's only 11%, though, so it's not worth <laughs> a fucking carrot, to be honest. Um. Yeah, so any news, boys, before we start? Uh, I mean, right, on today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about Phil <laughs> and his hair. And um, based... Basically, you've had to cancel your holiday and everybody are going to be in a lot of, you know, people who had their holidays booked um, coming up who haven't started the process yet of losing their holiday. It'd be interesting to listen to what you've gone through. And then after the advert, we're going to talk about our um, hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. We've got three new ones for you. So any other news before we crack Um, on? West Palm Beach uh, County Animal Shelter, for the first time in history, has no dogs or mm-hmm. animals in its shelter. Despite I all saw what's that going today. on. I think that's a nice thing to say, even though things are what's going on. There's no animals in the shelter. They've all been uh, rescued. A lot, of, yeah, a lot of people need excuses, so walking dogs is a very good one to get out of the house. So I thought it was a bit of nice news to it. Well, even I considered... 
even I considered getting a dog um, about two weeks ago. And I went on the website for the whatever the animal shelter dog thing is over here. And uh, they're on lockdown. You can't go and get a dog. Oh, that's bit... They won't let you have one. That's a bit I'm a bit worried, though. I'm worried how many people so... are going to get them and then take them back afterwards. Yeah. Well, we never know, but if, if, if they get that. attached, but... they might keep them. Hopefully they will anyway. And uh, there was a time a couple of weeks ago where it was easier to get a dog than it was to get a chicken. So there was always a daffer roast in it. Saying that, I've seen two cities in China now, they banned eating dogs. So it's like... Because in China, they've always they've always said dogs are like food. But now in two cities, they've turned around and banned mm. this, saying they are pets and that's it. Yeah. Oh, that's a waste of a good meal, then, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <movie. laughs> uh, um, oh, I've got one more thing. So, and in all the news, go on. Happening on a uh, historic day, this. Take, remember this date. On May the 27th, fingers crossed, the first human astronauts from, well, not the first human, but the first one since the space shuttle are going up to the International Space Station on the SpaceX rocket for the first time. And no one will be there to watch it. It's going to be a... <laughs> it's taking off taking from Kennedy from? Space Centre at launch pad 39A, where the uh, historic Apollo 11 launched from, and all the moon. So it's kind wow. of a historic day that uh, humans will be leaving uh, Kennedy Space Centre for the first time since 2011. <laughs> So what you're saying, 2020 is such a bad year that people are trying to leave the planet? No, it's an historic day for international space. Because you, <laughs> you know my space geek has come out. Do you know it cost them $86, $86 million to send uh, an American astronaut to space through Russia? So that's why they're doing it, to save money. How much are they saving, though? Uh, absolutely loads, because SpaceX are not charging them as much. I'm just thinking, wouldn't this money right now be better spent on, say, a something what's going on around the world right now? Yeah, but there's also people actually idea. in the International Space Station that need supplies and food, and so that, that stuff is kind of essential because you don't really want to kill the 17 people up there, do you? Billions to... This... Is, is that a, how many um, are in space I think, now? Did you... I think there's six, six or seven at a time, and then they all swap, and then it's, I, think it's, I don't know. I know they're in rotation every six months or something because two have just landed last night, I believe. Uh, two of the American ladies. So the ones that go up, will they have to um, isolate at first? No, you'd be, if you know anything about space, anyone who goes into space is in isolation for six months anyway. And any okay, form right. of uh, cold flu, you get taken off the program straight away and you've got to go back into your six months training. Fair it's, enough. it's quite strict. So, well. I thought wow. it's a bit of a nice thing for uh, for all, for the Orlando area to have humans. I presume that be on. Again. I presume that be on the um, NASA NASA YouTube channel or something yeah, like that. NASA and the SpaceX. Yeah, that's what my watch out then. And I believe it's two these two retired, the last two retired American astronauts who went from Kennedy Space Center are going up in the rocket as well. There's a little bit of a. Ooh. So they're coming out of retirement for one, one mission. It's go to the States, space station and come back down. Well, that's nice for them, isn't it? That is nice. Yeah. 
Bit of positive press. Yeah. Bit of happy news. Yep. So that's my little bit to cheer you up a little bit. Um, so I believe Universal have um, been putting out a questionnaire to people. They certainly have, didn't it, last night? Is this annual pass holders only, Sorry. do you think, or...? I wasn't too sure last night, so I, I did it about half two in the morning, so I was pretty much half tired, but it was interesting what they were asking about. So go on, go for it, tell us. Pretty much, they were just asking, it took about three minutes to do, they were just asking questions if that, when they, I should say, when, not if, when they reopen the parks, about um, our health and safety and staff's health and safety. So, you know, questions like, do we want virtual lines for every ride? Um, if there's not virtual line for a ride, do we want social distancing? What to me is kind of obvious right now. Um, staff getting checked quite a lot. Um, we're getting checked. You know, more hand sanitizers, just basically more cleanliness. And the big one was they were talking and working at 25% capacity of the park. So only 25% of what would be normal capacity would be allowed in. There was a lot of ride closures and uh, there was no shows uh, was proposed as um, well, wasn't there? Well, I, I've been saying to people for ages, I think, you, especially the street shows, Universal and Disney, they've just got to get rid of them for the time being. Oh, yeah. They're, if they're going to open. Street, street shows, and all that will be gone. They won't be doing anything like that. Not to stop people. But that... Just but that then asks you, well, what about Halloween Horror Nights then? That means the stay, the um, scare zones have got to go. Scare zones are crap anyway. There's not even scare zones anymore. There's selfie zones. So. Yeah, it's true. But they're going to have to go this year and they're just going to have to have the houses. Oh, but... Yeah, that's a health and safety nightmare right there. Exactly. My, my skin is crawling at the mere thought of it. As much as I'm desperate for Halloween Horror Nights to take place... I really am. Um, the realist in me, I just can't see. If they're talking at 25% capacity, that park isn't even worth opening. What I was thinking about this, if Halloween Horror Nights is 25% as well, they're going to have to follow um, Mickey's Not So Scary. With We can't have the Rush of Fear passes and that. They're going to have to do just a single pass, basically. And I think that people are going to have to pre-book dates they want to go. And if they can't get in, yeah. tough. It might even be time, time as well. You get a time slot to go in because you can't That'd have. Be I mean, I'm for forty thousand people a night, maybe. Um, so that goes down to ten thousand. They all turn up for opening. That's a disaster. And then you, to happen. You've got to ask. Got to ask the question as well. Is it just basically going to be annual pass holders and people who are staying in on-site hotels? Ball some of the hotels. You can't well, have hotels, five hotels open. Um, you, you just can't run five. Well, there's no point in having five hotels running because they can't run a capacity anyway. Well, just a quick little bit of research. The capacity for Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios is 40,000 people. So the quarter is 10,000, which Halloween Horror Nights at its peak last year hit 17,000 a night. Oh, that's interesting. So, that so Halloween busy. could happen then? Well, that's what I'm saying. If they're working at quarter per capacity, 
which quarter capacity of 27,000 because you split, obviously split up 27,000 and 13,000 for islands because it's a little bit smaller. Uh, 20, you're looking at probably 7,000 at 25%. I bet. It's a shame they haven't got more time because what I would have done this year, I would have spaced it out between both parks and, had, as you said, had a certain amount in each park, so it would have been a lot safer. Oh, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll see where we are in the next five months. Because that's another thing. There's still another five months before the event starts. So we don't know what's happening next week, do we, really? Except that we're all locked down again. But Well, in this country, it does, yeah. it does look like it's starting to flatline. So, But right. it's America we've got to watch. It doesn't matter what we do. It's what America does. Well, if you if you if you're America, you just do what Jacksonville well, do and open the beaches on Friday. They're only open a couple of hours a day, though, aren't they? No, there was first open, thing in the morning. No, it was open all the way through. They shouldn't be, because more beaches are actually still open uh, for exercise purposes only. I know Clearwater's still shut. Yeah. But... Anyway, negativity away. Come. Well, you've got to look. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> The, the just the last thing the COVID uh, virus uh, the 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 ramp up as you say it's flatlining now, but there's still the deaths are still high, but the flatline and yet it is leveling out. Mm. But the road back down is a lot slower than yes. the road up was, and you've got to be very careful that you don't trigger it by opening up too quickly. You could start on second spike, and the worst thing I did last week was watch a YouTube documentary on the Spanish flu. Yeah. Because that thing went round the planet yep. here three times and, well, and took two years to clear It's funny it. you say this. This is the problem we're going to have if all the countries around the world do not unite and help Africa out. Because Africa's going to be hit hard. Africa's already hit hard. They just haven't got the test to prove it. Yeah, but the problem is they because they can't help their people and all that, if we don't come in and help ourselves, it's just going to spread out again to Europe and everywhere else again. So Af- we've got to figure a way to help Africa out. Yeah. Well, all like the governments do that. because Just put your head in the sand. That's, that's what everyone's done. Just put yeah, their we, head in we, the sand. Well, we can't do nothing mate. about it. It's down to the governments to do that. So... I don't know. I could get Donald's on the case. Why can't we get that um that fantastic Mister Captain Moore to do something about it? The ninety-nine-year-old war hero who's made over twenty million pounds just walking. Absolute legend to me, that guy. He is. He's a hero, and he picked the best song in the world to release as a single. Yes. What's album. he done? It's number one in iTunes. Um, haven't you heard about Captain Moore? No, I've heard of Captain Moore, but what's the song he's released? Um, who's he with? That um, guy who used to be in Phantom of the Michael Opera. Ball. That's it. They've um, done You'll Never Walk Alone oh, right, with yeah. a few key that. workers I as well. I should, I should realise that. Because um, oh. what's her face? Um, we Meet Again song. She's number two in the charts. Well, I've, said, I've, been work- I've, just, I've just been non-stop working for the last three weeks, so oh. I've not really caught up much of the news. It just depresses me, so I don't watch it. You're a hero, mate. You're an absolute... You're going yes. out there day after day, yeah. putting your head above the parapet, yeah. the pulpit, well, it, the parapet, it, whatever. Well, there's a customer, I mean. actually, who listens to this. So, hi, I'm not going to give you a name, I know where you live, but you know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> put your window <laughs> you know where Hello. You, are. you know where you are. He, um, he, 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 
So it's going to be a steam and dog, a flame and dog shit on your door. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's he's not a bad guy. He actually went and said he listened the other week, and he said he really enjoyed it. So he's a definite listener. Cheers, mate. Uh, he must be thinking though, what is this podcast about though? Because it's called Borlando. No, I, I explained it to him what it's about, and he's uh, he's had a, I think he's listened to a couple, and he says he enjoys it. So if you're listening to this one, cheers, mate. Keep listening. Give us a five star rating. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> tell you now. So Phil, come on, tell us. Um, so you're you had your holiday booked for May, May the seventh, a Thursday. I was meant to be flying. Was obviously now at this moment the last day of lockdown, but we know that's going longer. But um, yeah, I was meant to be going May the seventh. Um, DIY holiday. Um, did hotels with Travel Republic and booked through Skyscanner. Um, what I wish I didn't now. The flight with travel trolley for BA. What's made it a bit more difficult? You know, about 500, 500 loops you're going through there. Normally, it's so cheap and we don't usually have pandemics. It works great for me. But yeah, yeah. this time it's been a nightmare. So uh, when did the process of um, clawing the money back, uh, when did that start? Did they reach out to you or did you have to reach out to them? Well, Travel Republic, just to explain to people, I'm going with, I was meant to be going with my friend Danny and we were only going, I think, nine nights and because um, he's never been there before. And Danny is a curse on holidays. The first holiday came with me, Tenerife in November. It had its worst storm in 15, 20 years. So that was and the day he left, the sun got better. It was unbelievable, was beautiful sun. Um, last year, me and him went to Cyprus. He chose a hotel. It looked nice. The area looked nice, except when we got there, everyone was 80 and above. So, and then this year, Orlando, a pandemic's happened. So the guy's a complete curse when it comes to holidays. But um, I also booked two hotels for this year. So he was going to have the Rosen Inn for the whole time on his own, the Rosen Inn International. And for the last four nights, I was going to move over to Universal um, Endless Summer Dockside to um, see what the new hotel was like, because I've already stayed in Surfside. So I thought, Let's give Dockside a go and see what that's all about as well. See if, see if it's better because it's 10 times bigger. Um, well, obviously, I got in touch about two weeks, about a week ago about Dockside because I knew that Universal had shut everything until at least June the 1st, including hotels. So I got into the process of so that you one. Booked, did Not, you book that direct with Universal? No, I did it all through Travel Republic. Oh, right, okay, okay. Because with Travel Republic, I've got, um, I've got, um, what's it called, PayPal credit, so I don't have to officially use my own money straight away, so I can pay it off on a later date. Um, you can't, for some reason, Universal don't accept PayPal payments, so it's really annoying, but that's another story. So I've got hold of Travel Republic now for both hotels, and they still haven't officially got back to me on the official chat. Um, I've talked to some lady called Faye on Facebook from Travel Republic. I know it's Faye because it came up on their thing. She says it has been seen and they are in the process of sorting out the refunds. Um, I've, I've gone for the COVID-19 voucher basically because if everyone asks for a refund, we're going to put all these companies out of business and you're not going on holiday anywhere in the world then because there's going to be no one left to take us. But um Yes, that could take a few weeks, she said, you know, just them to have a proper look at it because there is 
we're talking millions of different people, hotels around the world, all at the same time trying to sort it out. So I've been nice and calm. I can understand people are probably upset if it's their first holiday anywhere in the world. But Orlando, to, to me, this would have been, I think, number 11 this year in May. So I'm... Well, I mean, what you say there is is a really good um, tip because if you think you're going to um, go away again in the future, which we'd all like to think we are, um, getting a voucher back is buying the travel company some time. Exactly. Um, because I would imagine with the voucher, it'll have a shelf life, probably an expiry date. But if that company was to go under, I'm sure you're still protected. Yeah, I I also have travel insurance. So if that did happen, I would then go through that way for doing it. Yeah, but I think Travel Republic are at all protected as well. So Yeah, they are. So if they do go bust, yeah. So it's a really... It's it's a no-lose. It's a really good way of... You can't lose, can you? The The only problem I see... See with this this scenario is again I don't know how much you pay. you paid two hundred pound right and they give you a voucher for two hundred pound that same hotel in a eighteen months time won't cost you yeah, two hundred pounds it'll cost you three hundred yeah they've pound. already started jacking up the prices of some hotels I sort of expected that though anyway so I said I'd rather you know in a year's time I can uh, me and my mate might pay an extra fifty quid each but. It's going to be safer. We're going to have more spending money. You know, it's, it, and it, it's going to be, hopefully, to touch with by May next year at least, it's going to be worry-free. The only thing I would have to worry about out there is the annoying love bugs. What bugs? So, um, like, so there's your hotel sorted. So what about your flights? Well... Because, you, I mean, the, the, the only thing with Skyscanner is you do get some really good prices, but... It's always, that's just a, a search engine, basically. Correct. And you're always going to some little donkey website <laughs> to get these tickets. Donkey. Where if donkey. you just go donkey. to the main website, like the, the BA website, it, it was probably more expensive. But at It least was, got... at the time we booked, £110 more per person. So, so tell us what's happened there, then. So what happened... British Airways emailed me first. So I thought, oh, right. Um, yet again, they're offering your full payback as cash or the voucher. Yet again, I know I was going to go. So I was happy with the voucher. Um, you know, did all the paperwork with um, them online. Um, yesterday, I think it was yesterday afternoon, I got an email back. You didn't book through us specifically. Um, you have to get hold of your travel agent. Um, I said use travel trolley, quite shocked, rang them at six o'clock at night, got through in 30 seconds, um, 10 minute chat on the phone with them, um, got an email as well stating, this is what made it funny, um, we're in the process of sorting this out, it can take five to six weeks, which, you know, I'm not gaining five, six weeks, I'm no rush, um, to get your money back or this was a bit, a BA voucher, so I sat there thinking, well, if BA are going to give you a voucher, why couldn't BA just oh, gave me the voucher instead of effing about with it all? But I'm sure it's because there's probably a little profit for Travel Trolley there, so they need to get their bit of money out of it as well. Well, they'll be block booking a, a block of seats, won't they? A block of one sort. Yeah, yeah because I think that came in when I went to with my refund for Paris. I paid £68 going for both of us, which was £34 each, but I got 
uh, £168 back, so we've got £84 each. That makes sense. And that was going direct with Fly B. When I didn't book it with Fly B, I booked it with her friends. So, so that's where I think... So you could get... Yeah, you could, potentially you could get, get the full back. price you back on the, the flight. What the price is, what they charge that company, but obviously that company's not charged you as much because they probably took some of the commission off and other things. So it's kind of been now. I mean, we were we were due to go away last weekend for Easter to North Wales to a cottage uh, to one of the UK cottage firms, and they were only dealing with refunds uh, a week. You know, or bookings a week before you were due to go, just to try and uh, t- fend off the tide of people yeah. who are desperate to get the money back and stuff like that. So my advice to you, everybody out there, is basically try and be a Phil and don't be a Craig, because I would be panicking, whereas Phil in this situation has been really calm and collected about it and reasonable. Um People are thinking on the feet in this situation. This has never been, you know, mm. even nine eleven and stuff like that. The volca- volcano cloud and all that. This is a hundred times bigger than both of them, and both of them were massive. So, just all I'd say is just try and back off as much as you can. If you can afford, I want to get your money back at some point. If you can afford to let the company keep the money and you take a voucher and let them survive and then go back, it's fine. Because I've got something booked in June to just a cottage near Alton Towers. And I've paid half and I'm supposed to pay the other half when I get there. I'm not even going to contact them until the day before, until the Thursday before I go on the Friday in case it's still not open. Because it's supposed to be the 12th of June I'm supposed to go in. Which I don't know if that'll be going yet. So. I really hope as well that people ain't being rude to these staff members who are trying to help them. You can't even have a go at the big bosses in this because no one would have known how to handle something like this. As we say, it's never you can have a go at Branson. Yeah, he's just been a dick. Well, Branson's yeah, well, a gobshite. Yeah, well, he can stay in his island and never come back as far as I care. I hope he never needs NHS NHS help either. And if you if you don't mind an hour an hour oh, forty five minute well an hour and fifteen minute drive of uh, an hour and thirty minute transfer, use two it because they're moving to they're moving over to uh, Cape Canaveral next year for landing. So yes, they are. Oh, they're moving from Sanford. That'll be interesting. That's going to shake it off. Yeah, they're moving from Sanford because the uh, two it are well are looking at uh, cruises a lot more. Because I think they were they were going to go into a bit of a partnership with Branson over his uh, Virgin cruise, which I think is going to go bust. But ah, oh, shame. But yeah, they're moving from uh, two year moving from Sanford to a place just outside of Cape Canaveral. So. Well, I never knew that. So there you go. So Phil, are you happy with um, what what's being offered to you, or the process you're up with the? place in the process you're up to well so far yes at the end of the day as i said i'm not going to get in a move with these um companies and that because they are trying and as i said apart from something like world war ii in people's and our lifetimes who could still be around there's been nothing like this and no one was prepared for it so as in the future i'm hoping now big companies airlines everyone have learnt from this and they have something planned in the future better. Like, 
because they can only do this. We've, we've all caught with our pants down for this one. But because I was one of the people, I didn't take it too serious. Up, up to and literally until lockdown, I didn't take it serious myself. But the proof's out there. We weren't, the whole world wasn't prepared for it. And uh, apart from um, China, but we they kept it quiet for too long and... Well, I'm not going to actually. I'm not even going to go into that. I'm not even rambling about it. No, you can leave that. You can leave that for now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right. save that for ghosts and goblins or whatever. <laughs> ghosts and goblins. Oh, that's a, that's ghost, ghost, aliens, and beyond. And don't forget, next month's guest is the amazing Boston White. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. That was a lovely advert, wasn't it? So here we are, a hundred things to do in Orlando before you die. We might change that title because it's impressive. <laughs> things you do in Orlando before you get diarrhea. There you go. <laughs> so, what number are we up to here now, boys? Is that uh, seven, eight, and nine? Yes. It's number yeah. seven, eight, and okay, nine. Okay, so Simon, we're going to let you go first this time. Go I'm, glad it, I'm, I'm glad because I've only got one. Uh, I'm going to go for the Orlando Science Centre in downtown Orlando. <laughs> Uh, it's educational yes very educational it's uh, interactive and they do exhibits and anything to do with science fun activities group activities birthdays you can do literally you can do anything you can do anywhere else but you can do it in a science centre where you learn stuff and it's has Tim Tracker been in here this is where Tim Tracker went nearly every single week before he became the Famous. superstar that he is now, because literally it was it cost next to nothing to get in. So I think he had an annual pass of forty nine dollars for the whole year. So he spent like I think every any other week he went there, and some of the stuff in there it's, it's really is interesting. If you're into your science stuff, it's a, a really good day out for the family as well because it's not just like this four D. I think it's three D and four D videos. There's loads of you can dig for dinosaurs. You can learn about space. Uh, this virtual reality is a their own. You can learn to fly a plane. There's all sorts you can do. It's just an absolutely fantastic day out. So is it like science experiments? Yeah, you, is you, it one fee to get in basically, and then you you've got the run of so many floors. Yeah, I, I've been trying to get the tickets up, but with the situation we're in, it's not been coming up with any prices. Uh, General uh, admission at the moment is from the sixth of June to the seventh of April, seventh uh, of September. Uh, so let me just select a date to get a get a price. I'm just doing a Saturday once again. Done all this before. I know. I've done all this before, but it's it's all gone off. You've got to re-put it all back in every time you do it. Uh, 
sounds like my second. Yeah, you got to pick a de- time as well. What the hell? It's what general admission. It definitely sounds like. Have it. you not been doing your homework beforehand? How about yeah, I have done, but it's all work. It's 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 having to be looked. It's twenty six dollars per adult. Oh, that's okay, and you can stay there all day. Yeah, you, you've got to pick a time to go in, and I think once you're in, yeah, uh, it's every fifteen minutes. I think it's because you know when certain amount of people come in, but uh, yeah, it's twenty six twenty six dollars per person, and you get to spend all day uh, just enjoying yourself, enjoying science and learning. And these type of places will be struggling during this lockdown because obviously they'll be shut. Well, I think this is a national. Uh, it's a national one, so I think it actually is government funded. So yeah, I think this is one of the places. Protected. Yeah, I think one of these places will be open afterwards. Oh, that's good. So, so, but if you, you know, if the big parks aren't appealing to you because yeah. of high crowds and stuff like that, get, get yourself yeah. down. It is, yeah. it is a bit um, awkward to get to, I believe, because it's in, it's in downtown Orlando itself. So you've got to go into the. Yeah, you've got to go into downtown. But <laughs> I believe it's pretty easy enough to get to once you're there. But I've heard you just head towards Sanford and turn left. That's why you need to your head down. As we all know, I am the iDrive guru these days, and I've gone for another thing on iDrive because there is so much to do on iDrive, you could have a whole holiday there. I've chosen iFly, the indoor um you know what's it called? Like flying skydiving. Uh, skydiving, that's what I was looking for. Um, you know, it's just pretty much indoors. It's a lot safer. Apparently, you can start at the age of three, and it says till the age of 103. Um, it's, it's, it looks fun to me, personally. I've never done it, but I don't know why, because I've always liked things like this. The price is quite interesting. Um, you can get two flights for about $50 per person. Um, four flights for per person would be $112. Um, family and friends has got a good deal. You can get it for $300. And that's up to five people. So um, it's pretty cool what I've seen of it. Um, it's Apparently, it does feel like you're actually skydiving, but you're not worried about your parachute not coming out and killing you. So do, they just, do you just lie down on the floor and then you turn the fans on? Yeah, it's a massive fan. Um, if you're a newbie, they will have a trainer in there with you as well. So you won't just lose control when they hit the sideboards and that. Um so, yeah, it is really fun. I was meant to do it a couple of years ago, but it was a thunderstorm and I couldn't be bothered to leave the hotel and go all the way down there. And I've never done it, tried it again since. The ironic thing is, Tim Tracker's done this one as well. <laughs> that doesn't shock me. What hasn't he done? I bet you he hasn't done mine. But this I is the one, he did, he, he did this a long, well before, like saying, like when he was doing the Science Centre stuff. Because him and a bunch of new YouTubers started doing it about 2008, I think. So that would have that would have been in its old building. Yeah, the one next to Universal Boulevard. Yes. Now they're obviously That's right it. down. They're now now more closer to um the I what's it called Orlando I Icon or something like Icon. that these days. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's I didn't know that. I, I I I thought it was still. I didn't realize it moved down there. Yeah. Um. It's so, a really good building, it. actually. Um. You can and. Also, you can watch people when you're in there. It's like in a big glass yeah. um, dome and people can walk around and watch you do it while you're doing it as well. I just want to see a three-year-old in it. You can watch your humility. Yeah. Do a three-year-old in it and turn <laughs> it off all wackily and smack into the roof. 
102 year old uh, granddad in there. Go ahead, lad, get in there. Put a zipper for him. 102 year now. <laughs> Oh Come on then, Craig. What's your uh, what's your amazing idea for this for us all? Okay then. Uh, now I've done this twice. Once with the entire family of uh, how many of us did it that time? There was us four, then three, seven, nine of us. So we had two boats, and this is Spirit of the Swamp.com. Yes, it's airboat rides, airboat tours. Um, and Spirit of the Swamp is based in Kissimmee area. Now, I've done it with the, the group. We are out in two boats. And then I did it with Stuart for Halloween Horror Nights 25, I think, off the top of my head, the second time we went back. And um, so basically, you go down to the car park this uh, it's just like a, a little communal car park in a park and there's canals there like flood canals and um, the boats are there waiting there's a little dock and on you go it gives you a little bit of safety spiel you put your headphones on your ear mufflers um, you've got microphones so you can communicate with the driver and he can give you a running commentary and off you go down the canal and then you're out into a big lake, basically. And the alligators um, are free. Swamp area. And the alligators are free. Yeah. Don't forget the snakes. Now, in 20... Yeah. Uh, 2015, we've seen some big ones. That was in August. So there were some big ones. And we've seen some babies as well. In big, proper big nests. Um, so it was really interesting. We didn't get too close because we didn't want to spook them with the babies and that. And then in September with Stuart, uh, a couple of years later, we didn't really see much. But it was, remember Gentle Ben when you were little? Uh, no. Born, uh, <laughs> I recognise the name, but uh, that's it. Crazy. I remember Mr. Ben. Was like, oh, well, I remember Mr. Ben, yeah, classic. Um, you, do, do you open it up? Do you give it some welly at certain bits of the tour? So you're flying. You literally feel like you're flying. Um, so the prices, okay, are you can go for one hour and it's $49.95 per adult or $44.95 per child. Um, you can have your own private boat as long as you're in a group of four or more. If you're in smaller groups, you'll be on with other people. But the, so, but they're only charging you that price. So other firms will charge you a little bit more for a private group, really. But this firm will say, look, if there's four or more of it, you get your own private boat. The most popular is $65. And that's for a 90-minute tour, uh, $60 for children. And then a two-hour tour is $85. And it is $80 for children. And it's on the beautiful Shingle Creek, headwaters of the Florida Everglades. Very nice. Yes, you, you, it's close to the Everglades, but actually in the Everglades. Then. Yeah. No, you're on, the, you're on yeah. the fringes, basically. I mean, there was one part of it. Um, 
where we actually were on the boat and he's plowing along. You're literally in some bits of it, you're in three inches of water, four inches of water. You're bombing along. Next thing, we're out the water and we're up into a field and there's cows on the field and everything. Wow. And he, he, he told you that basically if the cows come to the water and get too close for the drink, that the alligators have been known to get the cows. Yeah, we sort of mounted the, 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 the field at full speed and sort of flew on the grass because you know what the American grass is like, it's dead thick and spongy, isn't it? And all that. Yeah. And sort of bounced along and then back into back into the Everglades. It was cracking. Actually sounds really yeah, fun. A lot of insects as well. Yeah, it was different. It was different. I'm glad I did it. Would I do it again? It's one of them things where yeah, I would do it again. Oh. Um, the the problem with my last couple of holidays is I've been in the Disney Universal bubble. Um, yeah, and watching watching the Lodge guys like I have been on YouTube, um, I've started to hanker for a bit of a villa holiday. Maybe, maybe Ooh. at some point in the future. Yeah, try and keep costs down a little bit. Do more. Um, but go and see, do more, more Lando type yeah. stuff. Because like, that's the reason why we're doing this podcast. There's, there's thousands of things out there other than the the, the big six or the big eight, whichever yeah. you want to call it. So and on the next episode, we're going into number 10. Yeah. So we're already into double figures. Exactly. There's only 91 things left to do. I'm already ready for that. And we're going to steal it. Surprise me. Yeah, we're going to steal it. We're going to steal it. We're going to make sure you go last. That that is absolutely fine because what I'm doing this time is not so much an attraction. I'm being a bit more smart this time. Well, you just you just helped us out a bit more, then, don't you? It's just a very good clinic. Uh, right, well, should we wind it up, boys? Yeah, we can do. It's been a nice little okay, uh, informative so... chat. Yeah, it's just nice to have a chat during these dark, dark days, mate, to be honest. Maybe yeah. think of something happy. Um, Definitely. I'm glad we've had this chat. And I'm sure there'll be a little bit more, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, so one of you saying... I think Simon should for once because I got it right last time. Did you? You yeah. sure you got it right? It took you a few uh, attempts. No, it didn't the last time. Did he? Yeah, I got <laughs> it right. <laughs> Go on then. Cue the music.
So that was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. I said it was. Cheered me up a little bit. Well, that's what we're here for. We're here to not just cheer us up, we're also here to cheer you wonderful listeners up as well. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, give you some ideas for when all this is back to normal, when the world is spinning one more time. Um, Right, so during this lockdown, though, boys... What's, what's he doing, slaphead Phil? Sounds like metal fucking Mickey. Well, the man who's actually got more hair and probably Craig now, um, decorated his bedroom and did all did fresh wallpaper. Um, the wallpaper's been up for years, so I had somewhat bought last year, but I was being proper lazy last year and didn't do it. So the only good thing about this um, lockdown is I've actually been doing housework properly. Changing the house, so the bedroom has now been redecorated. It's nice and fresh looking, um, and pretty much living on Disney Plus. So you're still working through the Marvel movies? I finished them all. I finished them all, all today. All of them, even the Spider Man. Yep, even Spider Man. The only one I haven't done yet because I need to put this across with Simon is: Do we count Far From Home, or we no. just totally ignore it? So I'm not doing that one. Then. No, we're going up to the Marvel. We're doing it in Marvel order, aren't we? Into uh, Marvel movies, so um, Avengers movies, and that's after the, yeah. event, the last Avengers. That's fair enough. So. But I I've gone through well, so many. Something, something for you to watch after this now, right? Because I have rejoined Biff Baff Boff during this lockdown, and we have watched uh, the. Fantastic Four on Disney Plus. Is this uh, and the Silver Surfer? What was that? That's when Captain America was um the Fire Kid, wasn't he? Yes, Stop. the Fire Kid. Yes. And um, on the strength of that film, I then went over to Netflix and watched the the twenty fifteen Fantastic Four reboot. Oh God. Yeah, well, you say, oh, God, right? But have you actually watched it? I saw it at the cinema and it was terrible. Hence well, what my... I seen it in my front room last week. And it wasn't as bad as people say. Simon, you got the final point. I quite bite. enjoyed it. What? I haven't seen, I haven't seen it, so oh, I can't get involved. I, I honestly couldn't it's stand not a... it. I thought Johnny Storm... Yeah, why couldn't you stand it? Are I, you, are you a, a, a Nick Branch sympathiser? No, no, the casting was terrible for it. It was the wrong people for the wrong roles. Um, Billy, Billy Elliot surprised me. He was definitely the wrong person. Well, it is what it is, and it, it didn't offend me. But I'm back on Disney Plus now, and now I'm watching the Fantastic Four cartoon from 1994. Ooh, I have to watch them. You'll have to um, turn that electric toothbrush off, Bill. <laughs> what, what have you been watching, Simon, anyway? Simon left us. Simon. Simon's disappeared, so why he's away and we figure out what's going on. I've also watched the um, documentaries from Disney as well, the new ones about elephants and lions and that. 
Great. Great. Okay. Is that still on the back? Oh, I don't like it. Didn't mean... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Are we just... That's all right. Just knocks everything over. Have you, had... Have you just had a poo? Something for a pee, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the quickest poo in the West. So, Simon, if you're wondering where we're at, why you disappeared, we did ask you what you've been doing. Well, I thought I figured you would, but you was arguing about Fantastic Four, so I thought I'd go for quickly. <laughs> um, uh, I've just been watching YouTube, really. Uh, I watched some of them. I've, I've not caught up. Oh, well, no. Last time we recorded on this, yeah, I've caught up to Doctor Strange with the Marvel movies. So that's how far behind I am. I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus, actually. just watched um, that holiday makeover. Or holiday magic, is it? The one with the transform yeah, into went Christmas. Too long. Yeah, I thought he it did. All right. Yeah, uh, but uh, what else? I've been working my way through The Simpsons as well, and South Park on Amazon Prime. Isn't it amazing that uh, Disney Plus's major selling point at this moment is The Simpsons? Yeah, it, well, sorry. Oh, we know what's what. But the last. That's only helping Universal, though, isn't it? Sorry. In a way, it's helping Universal out as well, because it, if everyone's got nostalgia, really? they're going to know want to go watch go down to Universal and um, go to most haven't there. Yeah. Yeah, but most haven't is is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's not. And the ride. Yeah, the ride needs to go. Well, they can't do anything with it, can they, now? Because they've got to go to Disney to change anything. And Disney are not going to let them change anything now. Couldn't they just put Fast and Furious in there? Because the last ride was so well, they could do another amazing Fast and Furious ride. Well, Fast and Furious 27. Well, do you know what, like, I've been here listening to you chatting shit about Fast and Furious. <laughs> this is I'm calling you out. <laughs> it's shit. I was on the ride with Sam. We loved it. It's not shit. Yeah, we've had this conversation. You've you got to sit. Because you were drunk and you was in a group. That ride, predominantly, is the biggest pile of mistake shit ever made by Universal history. You've no, this, this is not worse than that. the context. Yeah. Now... The King Kong ride is also shit if you sit in the wrong seats. If you follow the guidelines and sit in the correct seats to further enhance the experience, then it works. And Kong is, for that reason, a stunning ride. Fast and the Furious sit on the back row and the ride is a hundred times more effective. But that makes it even worse. It's, it's it's a mistake, yeah. It's a it is a mistake. They've, and they've why put are they the wrong a, ride vehicle in? And it would have worked better if they had an up to date story, not a story that was over ten years old. It was a stupid idea. No, it wasn't. It's, yeah, it wasn't. But, okay, it, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna think. I'm not gonna say it's. It's not. It is a stupid idea, but it's also not a stupid idea because it was a cheap idea. That's what it was. It was about. It's putting failed. a ride, the ride that the technology they already had, as move it, they already had. All they had to do was put it together and build it. It cost I agree with that. probably a quarter of the price that they would have done if they wanted to do it from scratch. And that's the reason why they did it. Because the the was it 2012? They agreed to open up a new ride or new hotel every year 
for the next 10 years. And he had nothing for last year. So that's the reason why Fast and Furious was the one that got opened. As soon as you put any ride in, it's out of date. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're basing it on a film 10 years old and it's got no nostalgia out there for that Pacific movie either, um, it's just a complete waste of time. Yeah, but... I'm not saying relevant anymore. But the rides when they were made, you could say right now around the world, Harry Potter is still more loved than the Fast and Well, I don't even want to talk about the new movie that's coming out. That looks the worst movie in history. Harry Potter is still sort of relevant because they're still bringing out Fantastic Beasts. The Harry Potter franchise is still out there. Fast and Furious franchise is still out there, but. If they designed the ride and it was more up-to-date story with up-to-date characters in it and everything, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But I sat there thinking I didn't see the point of this. Um, it just there wasn't. It just wasn't up-to-date enough. They could the money, the Universal, and the space of that building that queues miles too big, and they could have had an absolutely out this world stunning ride. And I just think they they blew the idea. Yeah. Well, but, I disagree. I tell you what, I'll do. You, I'll do you a deal, Phil. What if if we do go in September? I'm going to get you drunk, and I'm going to. I'm going to get. I'm going to get you same cut as what me, Mick, and Craig were, and Paul. And we're going to sit in the exact same spot and see if you enjoy it. I personally think you're going to have to get me to the point I might need a stomach pump. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you'll be that in that. Nah, nah, you know there's, there's only one ride worse, and this is going to wind a few people accusing Simon up in Universal Studios than that ride. And it's because it's dated. It's ET. Just, just jump off the podcast. Do me a favor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to. And I've, you. I've said ET shit in the past. But you know what? Where would you rather be now? <sighs> I'd have a, I, recording this podcast. Oh, and it's adventure. ET. No, yeah, but we know that guy said that. Like, Simon, I, I think you made a fucking mistake. <laughs> we can't look. If you want somebody who's going to bumble at the theme parks all the time, I'm definitely the wrong person. When they've done some shit, I'm going to say they've done some shit. Yeah, well, well that's what we do. We do we, if they do something crap, we're going to call them out on it. We don't just roll over like some people and say, oh, everything's fantastic. Everything's yeah. the best. So, but we have, we have to we we can have a we can agree to disagree on something. As we said on your podcast, we'll agree to disagree, but we'll agree to say that I'm right. Okay. <laughs> right, and, and on that note, right, while we decide whether he stays or goes, I'm going to say, see you next time. Everyone, stay safe. Love you loads, and cue the music. Just a good old boy Never meaning no harm Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way 
just a little bit more than a noble life. Just a good old boy. They wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.